Hey listeners, welcome to Not Somali Mormon Podcast, another mini-sode for you. Today I have an email from a listener that I think you all will enjoy. I'm just going to jump right in. Hey ladies, I'm super in love with your podcast. In every episode, I'll hear an opinion or experience, and I swear to J-Dog, right then one of you will say exactly what I was thinking. (laughs) I just love the community that you've started and how you don't back down when haters feel the need to hate and you defend your truth to them. Thank you. You're also defending my truth and the truths of all of us monomos, <laughs> so I applaud you both. I get a kick out of your Instagram stories and discussions on the comments every time I log on. I also am touched by the letters you read on the mini episodes and love to hear about fellow Jack Mormons and how they made it to the other side. And I'm happy to be a Patreon patron. And yes, thank you for being one. We very much appreciate it. I have some very random things to share with y'all. Number one. I went through the temple for the first time in Oakland, California in the year 2000. I was an old spinstress at age 25 and didn't want to go on a mission and I wasn't getting married. I recall flashing my recommend at the entrance, finding my way through the lobby of the most sacred building on earth, and being led directly to a cash register to rent temple clothing. Then I was directed down the hall and told to take off all my clothes to do my initiatory. I had to be naked except for a white tablecloth over my body. So here I am, finally at the motherfucking temple, searching for truth and advancement in the one thing that's been my guiding light in my whole life, and they immediately ask for my money and for me to take my clothes off. No one mentioned any of this in temple prep class. In episode 4, Sarah says she was clothed for her anointing, so that clearly was changed by Jesus himself after I went through. Oh my god, that's so crazy. See, I, um, this is just me interjecting here, but I had heard about how you had to be completely naked under the robe or cloth or poncho or whatever the hell it is, um, but I hadn't heard from someone that had experienced that before, so, oh, that is so, so intense, like, oh, here, I'm going to pay you some money, and then get naked and sit under a tablecloth, and you can touch me with oil. Yikes! (laughs) Oh, she said, fun fact, many, many years later, I lived super close to that same temple on a street called Rhoda which happened to be my temple name, (laughs) Rhoda. Number two, I just finished reading the book Secret Ceremonies by Deborah Lake for the second time, and oh my God, this woman is a true hero for sharing her story of abuse, misogyny, family struggles, and disappointment as a young member of the church, BYU student, and teenage bride. She describes the temple ceremony in detail in this book, which is most likely the first time any of it was really made public. Back then, she had to do the hand motion of cutting her throat ear to ear and stabbing herself in the bowels if she was to tell anyone about what happens in the temple. They had that taken out. They had taken out that part of the ceremony by the time I went to the temple, but shit, that is the creepiest fucking thing I've ever heard. Yeah, that is so creepy to me too. I remember hearing about that and 
I know that when my parents went through the temple, they did that. And I, I think I asked my parents once when I was younger about it and they didn't want to talk to me about it because creepy AF, right? Um, and by the way, that book was called, again, it's called Secret Ceremonies by Deborah Lake. Um, I'll, I'll write it down in the show notes in the description so that if you're like listening to this while you're in the car or something and you want to check out that book, I'll, I'll write it down so you don't have to make a note of it. I recall as a young teenager flipping through the TV channels and I saw the author, that author of the book we were just talking about, the author on the talk show, Donahue. I stopped to listen because I heard her say she was Mormon. Phil Donahue asked her about the temple, and she matter-of-factly talked about the secret ceremony on television. I remember feeling chills and running for the remote control because she was anti-Mormon. I stayed as far away from that evil book as humanly possible, but... Fast forward to after I went through the temple and decided to leave the church, I read the book and wowie zowie, this woman is now my hero. She had the balls to discuss how the church affected her psychologically and how she tried and tried to be a good Mormon girl but kept getting smashed down by the fucking patriarchy. I found out later that my mom went to BYU in the late 60s, early 70s at the same time as this woman, and my mom, she's left the church too, said she read the book and really loved it. Funny how that turned around and... She went from a demonic, satanic bitch to my ultimate hero. I highly recommend getting this book immediately. Yes, I am definitely going to be getting it either from the library or on online somewhere. And I'll check back with you, (laughs) but I'm excited to read it. Number three. My brother went through the temple too, and he has also left the church. Sometimes we text each other this photo of the actor who plays Satan in the temple movie. In this scene, he literally looks into the camera and says something like, All of you here in this temple today must obey these commandments or else you will belong to me. <laughs> and she attached a photo of the actor in that film. Oh my god, it's so, so funny to me. That makes me giggle every time. She also linked a whole bunch of hilarious old like Mormon commercials and then these crazy um like songs for children that were about obedience and stuff and then she linked uh on YouTube for a full movie clip of Saturday's Warrior and I feel like so this for people who don't know this was like a a live play that they recorded and it was I just remember it was like a really common thing and I don't remember it very well I just know it was this weird like Mormon movie and she recommended to get drunk or high and (laughs) and watch it so I think I'm gonna get some wine and watch that and give you guys a review but for any of you who want to join along that might be a future mini episode I do is talking about Saturday's warrior uh, with wine. (laughs) Um, And she also sent in some great ideas for future episodes. And she also said um, that she could probably help make us merch. She could do t-shirts or like tote bags for us, which, ah, amazing. And uh, I feel like we have a lot of things we could 
potentially design and put on shirts that you guys would enjoy. So this is where I'm going to ask you guys for your help. If you would wear like a shirt or a bag or a pin or even just like a sticker or something that had something to do with our podcast, a quote that we've said, Sarah usually has the hilarious quotes as we know, or just anything with maybe our logo or anything like that, let us know. Send us an email on notswomallymormonpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can always like uh, Instagram DM us and just tell us your thoughts on if you would if you would buy it, if you think it would be cool, what kind of styles or words you would like, um, and let us know and we can get back in touch with her and get that started. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. I'm so happy to be here, as I always say, <laughs> and uh, feel free to write in. Let me know your stories, your thoughts, and I hope you guys have a great week. Thanks. Bye.